0: This is Radio Taiwan International.
1: You're listening to Radio Taiwan International, and I am Natalie So. Up this hour, we have the hits of Ame, one of Taiwan's biggest mandopop singers, on Just the Classics. But first, join us for a live recorded version of Here in Taiwan. Hello and welcome to Here in Taiwan. It is Tuesday, January 12th and we are coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan, the studios of Radio Taiwan International. And in the studio today we have Stash Butler. Hello. And our, the newest member of our uh, English team. That's and you can right. ask him any question you want. And he'll answer uh, real-time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> about himself. He'll answer in Russian or Arabic. Yeah, uh, yeah really? langu- Language of your choice. choice. Yeah. You can ask us any question, actually. We'll try to answer um, if we can. <laughs> this is Shirley Lin. Hello. And I am Natalie Sow. So today we'll be talking about some interesting stories. How quiet is a superpower, according to a Taiwanese-American author... Also, a renowned doctor is giving all of his money to charity and not to his family. Um, people leaving Taipei and, uh, you know, moving to nearby satellite cities. Also, an update on the delicious Hakka fry competition. If you don't know about it, you'll want to know about it. It's very delicious. And schools are banning students from wearing jackets um, indoors. We'll tell you more about that in our show today. So we've promised to talk about the weather, right? So I think this is an interesting story. Why can't, you know, students wear jackets indoors? I mean, Shirley would be like, you know, very uncomfortable to yeah, wear think, her jacket, Yeah, I right? think
0: teachers would hate Shirley. You know, she's a serial <laughs> jacket just wearer. She's bumble-
1: all bundled up with I nittons. know. Look, look at
2: me. Look at it, her. It's freezing in here, so.
0: Teachers hate her. But um, <laughs> no, I mean, so what this comes down to is essentially the government uh, a few years ago changed regulations um, saying that... Schools should let kids wear uh, outdoor clothing over their, clo- their school uniform if it's really cold.
1: Right, that makes sense. I think mean, yeah. their health yeah. is important. Yeah.
0: And, and there's no heating. Yeah, this is a key point to make, I think. Because if you're from a country um, that's kind of, you know, cold regularly, uh, like I am, I'm from London, then you're very used to having heating indoors. And so, you know, it gets cold outside, but once you get inside, you have central heating. But Taiwan is not one of these countries. Mm -mm. Um, We
1: don't have central heating. And a lot of places don't have air conditioning either. But I think they're changing that in schools.
0: Yes, and I I think the government is trying to change change that. that. But as it stands, not everywhere has heating. So you have to imagine that when it's cold outside, it's also cold inside. Mm. Uh, So the government changed these regulations. But uh, recently, and I quite like this, the um, Taiwan Youth Organization for Democracy posted on Facebook yesterday saying that some schools, um, and they go on to name some of them, have uh, very strict rules about when this can be. So they say it has to be during a cold front or if the temperature inside is less than 10 degrees, which is
1: really cold. That's really cold. So if it's 11 degrees, then you can't wear your jacket. Yeah.
0: And it's just you know, it seems like these poor children are freezing. And you know, when you get really cold, you can't control your fingers. You can't be, you can't write and things like that. So
1: you know what people, what kids do? Um, they wear layers and layers inside their mm, uniform. Yeah. So they got a t-shirt, then they got a long uh, turtleneck, and then they maybe have a vest, and then then yeah. put on their yeah, uniform, yeah, exactly. and maybe <laughs> maybe stick on uh, one of those. What do they
2: call it? Hand warmers. Yeah. Yeah, that, that I don't know, it's some kind of physics, right? Yeah, because, some uh, kind of chemical reaction. Chemical, right? oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then where you can, bring, you can, you can stick it on your clothes or something like that.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have works. like a sticky
0: side. No, so You're know
1: you talking about no, Yes, yes. Oh, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So you
1: have these little that. like um, packets that keep you warm. Right. You rub them and they make, keep you warmer. Yeah. Right.
0: So these yeah. things are, these things obviously can help you combat it. But as it is, uh, in a lot of these schools, they're saying that you can't wear um clothes uh and un- these kind of outer clothing unless it's under 10 degrees it seems like the deputy chief of the education department is is, is not happy about that and says that they should relax their really relax rules. yeah relax. it's like just relax what? guys come on <laughs> it's really cold
1: yeah <laughs> i don't know i think they get some kind of comfort of having everyone looking the same so, yeah
0: which
2: that's is, the reason which is for having so uniforms right? yeah. Yeah. I,
0: mean, I think that yeah I, n- I never got it. Did you guys wear wear uniform at school? Um,
2: well, no. my kids... I went grew up in the US. Right. Well, my three kids, they went to school here. Right. And really, they have the strict rule about, like, you know, you can only wear the school's jacket on the very outside. Right. Because they want you to show the school emblem and mm. all that kind of stuff. They want to be uniform. But then in America... It's, it's really ridiculous. It's
0: not really a thing so much in America, as far as I understand.
1: I mean, I think uniforms have their good points yeah. in that you don't have to worry about fashion and you can save yep. money and there's not a lot of comparison. And people yeah, I do like true. uniforms myself. Right. Yeah. I mean... As parent it's easy yeah
0: <laughs> it does make <laughs> things a lot easier so,
1: but I, I think allowing them to wear a jacket or to w- not wear so much if it's hot you know that kind of thing i think that could be yeah i mean I, I think there
0: has to be a kind of yeah i mean um the um the this uh what i call him a deputy chief i translated as yeah he's he seems to basically want everyone to get along that's the message i took from what he says he says that you know teachers and students should Discuss together what the suitable limits are for this kind of thing and that it should take the student's feeling of whether it's cold or not into account.
1: Yeah, I hope they do. Hope so, they do um, we Did do it, have a few few comments. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, Let's read. hear it. No. Okay, so Ivan Dai is writing from a Southern Taiwan in Tainan. Is this a bit warmer today? Kimmy Egg says hello, Natalie Stash and Shirley. Hello, Kimmy. And hello. also Toshi Nao Yok. Yokoi? Hey, your Japanese is really good. Can you say that name? <laughs> Yokoi. Yeah, isn't that great? She wow. speaks great Japanese. We have a lot of languages between us here. <laughs> um, awesome. Hi, everyone out there listening to you guys from Nagoya, Japan. Actually, Shirley speaks five languages, right? No, no. I, I, no Taiwanese, I'm, Japanese, I'm, Cantonese, I would say Mandarin. I'm fluent in of them. I'm not fluent in all of them, wow. so we got got them like, though. Yeah,
0: right. to get, I mean, collectively, <laughs> we've got a <like> United Nations <laughs> oh here, gosh. I think. That's
1: awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Debashis Gop says, Good afternoon. And uh, so Alice Tam says hi. So hello to all of you. Hi. hi. Please do continue to write in. Uh, feel free to comment on whatever we're talking about. Mm. Feel free to ask a question. We'd love for you to be part of the show. Yeah. want to learn how quiet can be a superpower.
0: I'd love to know how quiet can yep. a superpower be.
1: So th- I think this is really. Hey, how come I don't Which hear myself? One are we? Really? I can hear you. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, we can it's, hear it's, you. it's this thing. Okay. Oh, it's a little. Okay. Sense. Okay. So actually, it's a book, a best-selling book here in Taiwan that has just been translated into English, oh. and so it's already out in the U.S. So we kind of wanted to plug this book. Oh, hold on a minute. So because it's yeah. by a Taiwanese American author. Um, her name is Jill Chang.
2: Okay, let me see if I can zoom in.
1: Okay, anyway, she she has been, um, had quite a remarkable career. She's been an agent for major league baseball players. She also, um, sees (laughs) over 20-some countries in in the job that she's doing now. Um, she's also a well-known philanthropist. And, um, what she says is actually, um, uh, you know, she is an introvert and instead of trying to fit the mold, can you imagine like working in major league baseball? You kind of feel like you have to be really loud and extroverted, right? Yeah. To be yeah. In the, in national sports in the US. I
0: think so. I mean, that's yeah, they kind of want you always yelling encouragement. Right. To your I mean, teammates. it seems like like
1: all those big athletes, oh, yeah. you, know, you have to of... represent them. She's their agent. Mm. I mean, but actually she says, you know, she learned to embrace her introversion and turning it from a disadvantage to the reason she was able to accomplish great goals and excel in tasks that her extroverted peers missed. So um, she says she has a very diverse background in sports management, sociology, social work, um, and also she's worked across cultures. And she says her biggest edge, because she was interviewed, um, is that I'm quiet and open-minded enough to listen and think through everything I came across. Mm. Okay. Still waters run deep. What Uh, do you guys think of this? I mean,
0: I guess with a lot of, you know, like you're saying, with these big international sports stars, I bet there's a lot of big personalities. So, it probably, you know, complements them to be able to kind of, you know, listen. and. That's
1: true. Maybe they like being around someone who listens to them. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I
0: guess if you spend, you know, your whole career in a sports team full of other people kind of who are
1: Who are loud, too. yeah. Yeah.
0: It's probably quite nice to spend time with your agent, who you know actually will listen to you and
1: mm. that right kind of and thing. think through everything. Yeah, and react right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. almost
2: like a counselor, You're a psychiatric counselor. Yeah, <laughs> <or something>.
0: yeah. <laughs> well, everyone needs a you know. We all need someone counselor. to listen to us, right? <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah, it can be quite rare, you know, these days. You have, get a good listener.
1: So I think it's pretty cool because she is also a, a Taiwanese American, and I like the idea of taking something that um, people may think is a disadvantage in making it your superpower. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. What do you guys think? Mm.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, like I said, I think it's kind of really good to have, uh, sometimes, I mean, I think that's kind of like a very stereotypical kind of, obvious idea of what a kind of successful person looks like and they're all kind of tall and charismatic and good looking and, <laughs>
2: and now i don't know
0: yeah right, probably very outgoing
2: and yeah charismatic, exactly charming. yeah
0: but then but i think there are kind of like different versions of success and different sort of visions and stuff so it's good to hear that kind of thing
1: you know a lot of very successful people um actually categorize themselves as introverts such as like mm. barack yeah. obama yeah. hillary clinton so what they force themselves to be more talkative yeah. Well, yeah. well they have, have to, to right? You know? yeah. but, I mean, they actually and that's not easy. enjoy um, time to themselves and recharge by mm. being alone, which mm. is, I think is the definition of an introvert. Yeah. Whereas extroverts recharge by they gain energy by being around people, and, and you know they get more and more energetic. Right. Whereas it drains introverts to be yeah. you know be around people all the time. So, so anyways, um, so you know, people of all different personalities can well, use their.
2: Wow, well, that's a great book then. Yeah, I think I'm it's going to read be it. very useful and very helpful to certain people. Do you, do you
0: think you're an introvert?
2: No, um, I think I've changed over the years. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I don't know. I was felt like I'm more like a follower than a leader. Hmm. But um, I think over time, I don't know what changed me. Um, well, I'm sure my my faith changed me. Mm. But um, also just. Uh, I don't know Hey working at RTI When you've got to host Your own show uh,
1: right, I think your on. work Changed you too you know? yeah. Right
2: You know I'm interviewing People all the time I have that to be out of myself That is true
1: <laughs> I used to be a lot more quieter But the radio Does something to you Yeah, yeah. Right wow. And it's a lot of, A lot of fun actually To talk to people Yeah I, I definitely so, so Yeah Anyways um, Quiet is a superpower According to Jill Zhang You might want to check out her book
2: I think I think Next time, I think you should just have the space to yourself because then you're it's easy to. It's very
1: complicated. Yeah, yeah maybe right? you should sit over there. Yeah, I, I will. Okay. I will go back to sit over
2: well,
0: there. Well, we can so swap that you can if you get like. More
1: space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm all over her
2: her space <laughs> <know>. right now. <laughs> no, I feel bad because you can't move around. You're trying to control that and That's do this. That's true.
1: Anyway, okay. all right. So I want to hear about the Hakka stir fry competition, uh, which we do have a picture here. If you don't know what Hakka stir fry is, oh yum! It's one of the most delicious dishes that you can yeah. ever have in Taiwan. We probably have
0: I might be a bit closer. Oh, I can, try can and, you? I don't know if being oh, okay. direct is right. that, that, that,
1: great. Okay. Oh, good. You are closer. So, yeah.
0: Is that clear? I'm uh, not Is really that sure. maybe like
2: delicious t- or what? T- t- down a little bit because I think it's a little in the light. Or well, maybe it's okay. I can't tell. Okay. okay. Who knows? Let's anyway. know if you can
0: see this. Or if yeah.
2: Not. Anyway, so that is Hakka stir fry. What it has in it? Have you guys all had it before? I'm of sure course. you have. Of course. I think I have. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it's got dried squid strips. It's got uh, this um, tofu strips, the hard type. Okay, Mm, hard mm, tofu mm, strip. mm, mm. And then there's um, celery strips, which I love too. And then the last thing is um, pork strips. Oh, wow.
0: Lots of strips, essentially.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they're all, yeah, yeah. And so these are four main ingredients that you have to have in the dish. At least that's what I think. Mm. And then you spice it up and everything. But it's a great dish on rice and everything. So it's it's greasy. But it's yummy. They're going to have their very own food competition. Well, good for them. So they decided to have this Hakka stir-fry competition, which I thought was a great idea. It's such a yummy dish. You know, some people were being very, very, um, very creative. First of all, some of the condition of being a part of this competition is that you try to make your very own unique flavor. Mm. And you try to use, uh, um, like, ingredients from the local, you know, area that you're from. Which I thought, that's kind of hard because you have to have those four, you know, major ingredients, which I think yeah. you, you should. And you,
0: and you can't, but you can't get them everywhere? Or? No,
2: no, you oh, can yeah. I think you can get them right. just about anywhere. And yeah, which I, you, right. you can. And, um, but someone was being very creative. She said that, well, everybody knows Hakka stir fry. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's almost become like an average dish mm. for what it's worth. Mm-mm-mm. So she decided to add, guess what?
1: Pine nuts
2: pine oh, nuts
1: oh that sounds good pine nuts,
0: i think pine nuts with everything is good you know yeah,
1: that's <laughs> true and it adds texture because there's so right. many different textures in the mm. in yeah. the dish there's like right. five different ingredients i know the squid is very chewy right
2: and then yeah so but the, the pine nuts and um so just to bring it up a notch right you know on the flavor
0: so these you're saying like these local ingredients i I'm like i'm imagining that like every kind of every part has they add something kind of you know a little local, a little local ingredient that they yeah, have you know, you know like just, just to mix it up this makes
1: right. me really hungry I mean, yeah, you I'm, just bring I'm some here really then hungry then let us you know share it you know with right. everyone share the experience I,
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm,
1: I don't know how I don't to, like talking to yeah I was going to say have, have you
0: made it before no.
1: it seems like really hard is it yeah is not it there's like four or five ingredients and you can't always get have to get them just right and you have to like flavor each one just right everyone is full of flavor
2: Mm. Yeah, it's,
1: it's more complicated. So you just order it at a nice restaurant, you know? yeah. yeah. Restaurant. If you go to Hakka restaurant, you
2: have to order that
1: dish. That's the thing. Yeah, you know? yeah.
2: Okay. And then somebody else tried making it into a Taiwanese style hamburger. So it's not the what? not the Western style hamburger Gua-ba? bun, right? But it's, yeah, it's more like oh. the Taiwanese style. Putting kind it of in a Gua Bao? Um, yes. Yeah, that sort sounds of actually like pretty open, good. open well, right. burger is kind of it open. It is open, but yeah. yeah. Uh, it's uh, anyway. More like, yeah, this way. And then and then somebody else um, kind of uh, designed their dish to be eaten with thin noodles. Mm. Um, what do you call it? Um, mian xian. Yeah. yeah. Thin noodles. Yeah. So, wow, it's just incredible. So, that's just only the first round and they're having it everywhere. Thank anyway. you so much for the update. I'm getting
1: yeah. more hungry. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, hungry by so by the I'm about Stop talking about food. Thanks. And also uh, Joshua from um, the Philippines says, hello. We also have a question here from Saifo Islam, Mm -hmm. who writes, what is the total area of Taiwan? It's a good question. That is a good question. And uh, actually, we are 36,193 square kilometers. Oh, so you were looking at that just now. Okay. I mean, I guess those numbers never
0: really, they don't really mean mean much
1: just like Cycled around the island. I did. Did Did it feel that long for you? I mean spread over 10
0: days it's okay you know yeah to nine 10 days you know it does i mean obviously yeah it sounds like a really big number but when you break it down it's it's manageable it's manageable yeah
1: (laughs) i would like to do that one day yeah about a new trend people moving out of taipei into neighboring cities oh which is interesting because um well taipei you know it's it's like the center of all the action Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i think that's fair to say i mean some people Mm, might disagree with it
1: yeah well i think new taipei is being developed very well yeah all kinds of great shopping centers and entertainment centers and it's actually cheaper to live there. So, I think that's, yeah. you know, a big reason that people are moving um, out. And Taiwan, Taipei has seen the biggest drop in population since 1990, uh, let me see here, Wow, over really? 20 years. 20 years. 1993.
0: Oh. Wow. Is that, that's, that's a drop just over the last year.
1: Right. So, they we lost 1.6% of our people. So over forty-two thousand people, whereas New Taipei and Taoyuan has seen a jump. Wow! So that's a big trend. S- so does um, that mean a
0: lot of kind of empty apartments then? Like if uh... I,
1: I don't see it, I think there's always going to be a demand. Though people yeah. are saying there's always going to be a demand for be- yeah. living yeah. in Taipei because it's convenient to live. Like, but then if the number's is dropping,
0: is then surely it's kind of it's right. probably
1: make it easier. But rent is higher in yeah in
2: Taipei city itself. So so
1: right. do you like living? I know you live in New Taipei. Do mm. you like living there? Yeah. It's it's convenient. Um there
2: are so many <laughs> I'm not I'm trying to not talk about food, but there's so many <laughs> restaurants near where I live. <laughs> oh, cool. even I'm not talking about first. like fancy restaurants. Right. Even just you know, just small eateries always, or, you know, local dishes, you know, that kind of restaurants and Korean, you know, and uh, and Japanese sushi down the, down the road, and it's like my husband's favorite. Okay, I'm, oh, we're getting really hungry now. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot of
1: restaurants you know? where I live too. Yeah, yeah so it's eateries. just great.
2: And uh, there's just a new um, sports center. Um, up in my area. Wow. Which is so awesome. Do you now go I just there? have to walk to, to get workout. Yes. Good and for also, you. yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. It's a really nice new place. And um, I've already started working there, uh, working out uh, a couple weeks now. And I'm going to eventually enroll in some Zumba classes over there. Oh, wow. So, Good this luck. is just wonderful.
0: Wow. You're well, living the dream in New yeah. Taipei City. I,
1: I know. You know, I've thought about moving to New Taipei many times because, yeah. you know, you can, for the same price, you get a much bigger place yeah much oh, nicer place yeah I okay. mean we where I live is very like in the heart of the city but it's just like so expensive you yeah know?
0: I so, mean I also live in the kind of heart of Taipei yeah I mean I
1: love the convenience like right across the street is Taipei 101 and you know the the shopping mall and then also if you go there usually end up buying things <laughs> so, <laughs> oh yeah it's expensive. Yeah, I'm
2: not in walking distance to a mall but just maybe like five minute drive I'm at a mall that's right. close and uh, uh, a 30 minute walk then i and then I'm by the river. Mm. Um, oh, that's nice. That's nice. You yeah, know, that's really the, nice, too. Uh, what, is, what do you call it? Um, the, what's the Tan? I'm, I'm uh, right by the... Um, uh, Riverbank? Tan. Oh, Bi-tan. that's beautiful. Mm. It's got a hanging bridge, right? Mm. Right, 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 And on rows of Yeah. Mm. Oh, and you get the swan area. boat. You know, you can ride in a swan boat. That's a nice area. I'm only 30-minute walk from there. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Are you connected
0: yeah. by public transport as well, or do you have to
2: drive? Oh yeah, um, there's public transport. Of course, yeah. the MRT gets there. I mean,
0: that's one thing. And lots t- of
1: buses.
2: Taipei's
0: public transport is amazing
2: Okay, someone got something great to share
1: Oh, well, we'll have to say hello to our good friends Douglas North and Jen Yes, hi Hi. Hi. And Jen says, talk about food all you want (laughs) I've been going to a local Taiwan cuisine place here Really, tell us what you've been eating Mm. What you like um, in Seattle And getting some of the stuff you've mentioned over time Now, I feel like Taiwanese food is getting more attention these days And there's more uh, restaurants and eateries Mm. in the West That cater to just Taiwanese food, not Chinese food but mm-hmm. like just the Taiwanese specialties and everyone's like going genuine, yeah. Chinese, yeah
0: bubble bubble tea crazy bubble
1: tea crazy yeah, yeah oh my no. gosh I have like 10 drink stores at least within a five minute walk from my house. Oh. really <laughs> and every new shop is like a new drink shop I don't know I've never
0: I'm, I think that's I think that's quite unfamiliar to me I've never understood uh, for me I've always viewed like food is the thing that I kind of I'm really kind of picky about I've never thought about sort of drinks
2: <laughs> Being picky I've myself. never just
0: you know I've never bought drinks that religiously um <laughs> and coming to Taiwan where every every year like you say you know every second shop is, a, is like a bubble tea shop do you,
1: do you drink them a lot
0: I, I mean I drink them if they're put it in my hand but i'm not gonna you don't like, go you out
1: for i don't go out for them yeah, yeah. You're a
2: tea drinker
0: uh yeah actually at home we have managed so, so to. so these drink yeah.
2: shops they're just tea drinks but iced tea drinks yes with <laughs> lots of stuff in <laughs> with yeah, and lots, lots of sugar flavor.
0: yeah do you
1: like Different the flavors? flavors
2: i do
0: yeah do you like
1: bubble tea
2: you know,
0: i mean you i don't mind it I'm not, <laughs> okay. I'm not i'm not against it i but you it's like
1: it's, l- british tea
0: i like british tea. yeah we, <laughs> that's a different experience we have a shipment we got a kind of a, a care package back at home oh
1: so that's yeah. nice so we nice. have your own tea set, tea set and everything
0: uh yeah we have like yeah all of that a nice kind of tea set yeah. you have to
1: take a picture for us
0: i know british tea <laughs> so
1: british that sounds tea. pretty good okay so um i want to end with one really nice story about a Taiwanese doctor. Mm-hmm. And um, he's kind of well known. Put on the ending music here, but um, let me show you his picture. He's like he's planning to give all of his mer- uh, money to charity when he dies. Wow! All of it. Wow!
0: does he have a lot of money?
1: He does, and he has been yeah, giving right his there. money to charity. Wow. Oh, he has been giving his money to charity all along, which I think is quite amazing. Um, He's been giving about half of his salary to charity And he, over the years, has totaled more than 100 million NT dollars Which is about 3 million (laughs) US dollars That's a lot of money And he said he's inspired by Mother Teresa and her dedication to the poor. Uh And he's been doing um, a lot of it for the population of Penghu, which is an outlying island. Mm. Because he discovered about 10% of them have to travel all the way to Taiwan for medical care. And it's very expensive for them. Yeah. And sometimes he goes there every month, a few times every month, to give free medical care. Wow. So he's been doing a lot of good. And um, in the past, he's an orthopedist. And in the past uh, 10 years, he's saved... Ponghu patients about thirty million NT dollars in transportation costs. Wow! Just by doing that. That's wow. incredible. Okay. So. Well, I hope
0: he can get to Ponghu relatively easily. I mean, it sounds like a fairly major inconvenience to be going there the whole time. Well,
1: oh, you know, he he can afford flying there. Most people fly there, right?
2: Yes. So. Um, or um, boat.
1: Yeah. Mm. Anyways, but I think yeah. it's just wonderful what he's doing. Yeah. You know, so much mm. good with all his talents, right, and resources. I think it's just a, a wonderful thing. So. Um, I love stories like that. Yeah. Yeah, so... Oh, let's see if we have any more comments here. Jen Lilari is talking about food again. <laughs> <laughs> let me know if there's anything you suggest. I'll let you know what I've been ordering after the show. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So she has a little place called Little Taipei. Yeah, we'll take a look at that. Um, wow. Oh, so... Yeah, Saifu says, I love you, RTI. All right. Wow. We love you, too. We, we love, love you, too. too. love all of them. you. So um, that is it for here in Taiwan. But um, if you want to, like ask us any questions, hang out a couple minutes um, after the show, we'll be happy to do that and say hello to you. I'm going to end here in Taiwan right here and our radio listeners can tune in for Just the Classics. For Here in Taiwan, I'm Natalie So.
0: I'm Stash Butler.
1: And I'm Shirley Lin. Welcome to Just the Classics and you're listening to Tsang Hui Mei, her song Give Me a Feeling. More about Taiwan's first indigenous mando pop superstar later in our show.
3: 在日暮的时候你的血海 看我有，My My love I will never go 这就是我的爱在日出后 My love I will never go 爱是清清亮的,
1: That's Zhang Mei singing Sunrise. She's better known by her stage name, Amei. She's a Taiwanese Puyuma singer and record producer. She came on the scene in Taiwan in 1996 and has won the Golden Melody Award for Best Mandarin Female Singer three times. She has sold over 50 million albums so far, so some people call her the queen of Mandopop. This song is called Three Days and Three Nights.
3: 心情和汽水也会醉 uh, uh, 就在出櫃的边缘雪
0: The Sound of the Puyuma Tribe on Radio Taiwan
1: International Yes, Amei is from the Puyuma Tribe and she was the first indigenous singer to make it big on the mando pop scene This song is a duet with her producer Zhang Yusun Singing the one who loves me the most has hurt me the most. <laughs>
3: 这风卷起新的晴冷在这伤感的场
1: Hope you're enjoying the music of Ah Mei, one of the biggest singers to come out of Taiwan, and also of the indigenous peoples here. This last song is called "Heading Utopia." Thanks for tuning in to Just the Classics. I'm Natalie So. <laughs>
3: Aju the you are
0: Taiwan is a place full of voices, viewpoints, and stories. Hear them all, here on Radio Taiwan International, Taiwan,
2: straight from the source.
4: Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw. Our 60-minute English program can be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia, from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 6185 kHz, in South Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199 Taipei, Taiwan. You can also email us at rti at rti.org.tw.